0: With the Feast of Pentecost, we left the season of Easter behind. But the Church never leaves behind the faith that is born of that mystery, the Paschal mystery of Jesus' death and resurrection. It is by faith that the church and you and I stay open and connected to the person of Jesus Christ, which allows the power and grace of his redeeming love to continue to work in our life in many wonderful and profound ways. And what is clear in the Gospels, that even though the eternal Son of God took on our human nature and could be physically seen and touched, the only way to touch Jesus in a way that changes our life is by faith. Only those people in the Gospels that approached the Lord and touched Him by faith did they experience His power and His grace. Perhaps the most moving scene is that moment when that woman who had a hemorrhage for 12 years and there was a crowd physically pushing and brushing up against Jesus. Many people were touching him physically that day. But this woman, she came up from behind Jesus and she said, if only I could touch even the hem of his garment, I will be healed. And the moment that she touched his garment, it says that Jesus became aware Power had gone out from him. She touched by faith and that's what unleashed the grace and the power of Christ in her life. This is what Jesus was trying to convey to Thomas when he said, Thomas, you believe because you've seen me. Rather blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. It is this same risen and glorified Jesus that continues to be present to his church in many wonderful ways. But today we are celebrating. A particular way that He is present, and that's His presence in the Holy Eucharist. When you and I came into the church today, we did something so simple and yet extremely profound. Before we got into our pews, depending upon your physical ability, You either genuflected or you bowed. Why did you do this? Why do we do this when we come in to a Catholic church? There are many Christians of other denominations that are going to be filling churches all throughout the world who are not going to genuflect when they come into their church. And yet, we all believe in the same God. Why is it that we genuflect when we come into a Catholic church? Because if we don't know what we're doing, we're going to look pretty silly. When I go to the Walmart supermarket and I walk in that door, I do not genuflect. If I go to visit a friend or someone from my family and I walk into their house, I don't genuflect after I walk in the door or bow to them. Why do we do this? This gesture is an expression of our faith, which sometimes we miss because the gesture becomes routine and mechanical. But we do this because we believe that in that bronze tabernacle and the light above is telling everyone that walks in, Jesus Christ is truly present in the Eucharist. That the bread and the wine that are brought from the back of the church at every Mass When those are put on this altar and the words of Jesus are breathed over the bread and wine, the bread becomes His body and the wine becomes His blood and we believe this simply because Jesus said that it is. This is my body. It is This is my blood. It is. And we don't ask any questions. We believe. And that's what we express by our gestures. Why is it at a certain time in the Eucharistic prayer, everyone here is going to kneel if they can or kneel in their heart if they can't kneel? And notice that the priest does something as well. There's a moment after those words of Jesus are pronounced and the, bo- the bread becomes his body, the wine becomes his blood, and they are lifted up and elevated. One of the servers is going to ring these bells. And the priest genuflects. You're kneeling, the bells are rung, and the priests genuflex. Why? Because we believe that an amazing miracle has just taken place on this altar, that God has worked a profound miracle, changing the bread into His body and the wine into His blood, that that is a substantial, miraculous change. And we ring the bells not to wake people up, although maybe it does serve that purpose in some cases. But we ring the bells to highlight, hey, something just happened. I wish I had bells loud enough that they could hear us down at Lucky's. Then in between bites, they would stop and get on their knees and say, something just happened on the altar at St. Peter's. God is now present. Because if that remains only bread, then indeed what we do looks pretty ridiculous. And we would be committing idolatry, worshiping a piece of bread. But we believe that it's Jesus. And this is what this is why we come up and receive so reverently. We bow before we receive the Lord in communion, reverently receiving him on our tongues or making a throne with our hands. And what do we say? Amen. Which means I believe what this is, I believe. Amen. It is this Jesus Christ so powerfully present in the midst of His church that is going to lead us forward together. We are not going to stay stuck in the events of the last two years. We are going to learn our lessons and learn them well But we are not gonna stay stuck in the events of these past two years. We are going to allow Jesus to lead us forward together to a new place. And I am excited about that. And I hope you are too. Jesus Christ is going to take us to a new place. Let us come now to this altar today and like the people of the time of Christ when He walked this earth, let us pray for the gift of a renewed faith that we may touch the true presence of Christ and be healed and be saved. Amen?